Whatever. Candles. Oh no. What? I was saying, thinking this candle's super hot. There's a heater up there. Super hot. Super hot. Super hot. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, that's Episode 150 starts with male grooming. As every episode is started. Yeah, and Lucy rolling her eyes, I guess. Is that the idea? <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Uh, uh, I suppose welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about videos and crap. We're out. We're not in our little spaces, our little homes today. <laughs> in your case, usually quite a little space. <laughs> Very cold space today. Yeah, the pod shack. Yes, yes, we're fucking freezing. I bet. Oh my god. So, we braved the snow. We've come out to have a few beers for episode 150. What? I know. Oh, I thought we were just hanging out with a laptop <laughs> and a microphone. It just happens to be recording. To be honest, I thought Beck was coming and he was bringing the two tipping tables. <laughs> well, Lucy would have been with us. But she's she no longer with us. Is that what you're saying? It's not what he's saying. <laughs> gone yeah forever yeah just see snow not at all although something could have happened in the snow i suppose yeah it doesn't seem like, like it's that snowy out there no they closed the uni at two because when when the snow stops and the uh, it melts and freezes the ice will kill us all <laughs> and i walked here and I'm like oh i did we're so ill prepared as a country oh, yeah. for, for this it's even a light flurry of snow anyway games beers that's what you're here for Episode 150. Hopefully, if all goes well tonight, we're going to pop about a little bit, go to a few different places, maybe record from a few different places, have a few different beers. Yes. See what. It's not a green screen behind me that we will just click a button. I love it, brilliant. <laughs> so we're at the beach. Yeah, exactly. We got here somehow, yeah. really quickly. Walk to the beach yeah. with the same weird, <laughs> shitty lighting only on us. Actually, That's it does kind of look like it because it's so bright behind us. Mm. That it kind of looks so, like, like that could be a backdrop. Kind of like that. Yeah. If it wasn't for that uh, lens flare. Yeah, then, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's proof. It's not green screening or we've put there too we much go. time in After Effects. Jeez, <laughs> oh, could you imagine? <laughs> every time we have to edit the fucking episodes. Every over, fucking though. move you make slightly <laughs> alters the light source. Oh, dear. So, every breath you take. Mm, what are we drinking? Beer, I think. Oh, yes. where are we? Well, oh, yes, where are we? <laughs> we are currently in the urban standards in Bristol. We'll shout them out. We haven't asked for permission to be here. We just decided to come here and start recording. Yeah, I actually kind of like the idea of doing more of these ninja podcasts. Just like gorilla pods. Yeah. yeah. Just on the fly. Yeah, the gorilla good, pod yeah. is a um, tripod which wraps around things. Oh, you've got one. I have one. Yes. Yeah, you've seen this. I use it to prop up my projector. I'll get my terminology correct one day. Um, so we're in the urban standards. Yes, which is in Bristol on Gloucester Road. We're currently down here. Um... And what, are you, what have you got to drink for, you know, as long as we're here for? Uh, I've got a very light, effervescent beer of the Pilsner variety mm. by Viltekin. Is, Vil- is it Viltines? Viltines, thank Viltines, yes. I don't know where I got the K from. I just made it up. I just, I blanked and I was like, shit, it starts with a V-I-L. I'll just start saying it and hopefully Same I'll words. get the right thing. 
Villains. Throw some extra letters in. Villains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Velton. Um, yeah, his pen's like, I'm not waiting for um, it. I got sir. here early, yeah. so I was, I, I've already yeah. started. It, it, it has no nose. It's a Bill's nose. The head's lasted a good five minutes. It's done well. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy they've, they've served it to you in an appropriate glass. Mm-hmm. It is light. <laughs> as, as you would expect. Um, really light. So you do get the, that... It's a. I mean, it's refreshing. It's exactly the opposite of what you would normally reach for on a day like today yeah. with snow on the ground. So I kind of I wanted to pick it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really inoffensive uh, light uh, pilsner. You get that, that little bit of the nuttiness that you get off of lagers in the yeah, other yeah. days. Leaves the mouth a little dry. Um, Want to try? Yeah. Yeah. We never get to do this because of the different pod games. You're right. Absolutely zero. Yeah. Super light, yeah. yeah. Very easy. A little bit of sort of maltiness in there, a little sweetness there. Yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah, it's um, what kind mm. of sweetness is that? I was thinking it's kind of like a, uh, it's not really uh, like a wheaty kind of sweetness, but it, it's no. kind of, it, it's edging. It's definitely the malts that are kicking in with that sweetness, mm-hmm. I think, than anything else. It's, a, it's not even like I had a beer. What did I drink last night? I had a beer last night and. You could really, uh, you could get the oats were kicking through like massively with what with the hops. Oh, anyway, yeah, you could re- you could tell that it was the oats that were giving it that little bit of sweetness mm. on top of like the fruity finish. But with this, it's kind of a little bit like oh, it's kind of just like a peak of a ultra sweet. sweet. Well, not, yeah, I guess not ultra sweet, but yeah. a peak of sweet. Yeah. Like, so quite a strong note of sweetness that fades really mm. reasonably quick yeah yeah um, it has gone very swiftly um, it also leaves you dry and, and a little bitter a little more bitter than I would have thought for a mm. actually um, which is kind of nice it, it, it fits well with my non-lagering ways yeah Get, getting yeah. a bit of a sort of a more ailey aftertaste with that with that hint of bitterness but I, I guess my biggest complaint is how dry it leaves your mouth yeah. it, it, like I I'm, I'll catch up it's kind of as you would expect I yeah I think it's for, for a uh, Pilster, it's drier, I think. Okay. I think Maybe drier. because I've been drinking, you know, the, this, yeah. it, it's, it's affected that possibly. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. They want you to chug it back and get another one, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. How about so. you? You've got a oh, half. So, so I currently got a half. <laughs> yes. Um, you can't see the the coloring of this. It's 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 very honey. Yeah, it is. It's like it like is. Um, a little bit darker. Yeah, it's hard to tell them this. Like people are starting to look at us weirdly. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I. I I've never heard of it before. I believe it's the double standard. It's the double APA standard. Yes. Yes. The double APA standard. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the double standard pale ale. It says, well, sorry, it just says on the board there, double APA standard, it's back. So I assumed that that's the double standard you got. Yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah. It's double nice. standard, I just got it. Slow. Uh, well, it's nice. Um, a little bit, little bit fruity on the nose. You know, quite light, really. Um, it's got a decent amount of sort of head to it that's stuck around for a while. It's yeah, which nice. is kind of nice. Mm. Looks like it's a more carbonated than maybe um, you get APAs here. Slightly, yeah, slightly. It's not quite as. Um, I mean, it's nothing like this. I mean, no, not at all. Um, it's not flat. It's got a little bit of, of carbonation, so it's like a slight kick. But the the fruit is coming in quite heavy. Really, it's not as light as maybe I thought it would be. Maybe it is an American pale ale. It just says on the board behind the bar. It does just say pale ale, so maybe it is an APA. It's it's got a little bit more to it than I kind of than I thought it was going. A little more depth. Yeah, and it's got that. 
again the malt's coming just a little to give it a slight pickup mm. sort of towards the end a slight sweetness um, on top of that kind of that fruitiness to it as well it's not quite as bitter mm. as maybe I'd like you know, I just want maybe a little bit more right in the end um, I think oh I like that nose yeah it's a nice nose it's um slightly tropical I want to say a little yeah. slightly yeah it's like tiny, tiny, tiny bit of citrus yeah. in there as well. Maybe a little bit more orange than anything else. Yeah, but yeah, a, a really, um, a really sort of sweet-smelling orange. Yeah, I think is what yeah. It is. Yeah, which could be throwing me off slightly. And that's the sweetness coming through, rather than maybe the malts. But it does seem like they're they're, they're peeking through just a little bit, kind of like towards the end. Mm. That's very smooth. Yeah, it is really easy. It's, really? it's actually easier than this. I think what makes this less easy is just the sheer amount of bubbles. Yeah, it's a combination, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I like that finish. Mm. It's sort of like a, a damp palette. Like, it has a bit of coating, a little dryness, Slightly, but not yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. you could just choose not to grab exactly. it again. Exactly. The flavor sits there quite nicely mm -hmm. as well afterwards. And it's, I mean, I've just been sat here, you know, just sipping away at it because it is super easy to drink. Yeah. I think it's only, it's like less than 5%, it's I think. 4.7, I think. Yeah. Sorry, it's too right. Yeah, maybe. I can't quite make it out on the board because of the angle. And we'll check. The fact, fact check that later it's, and you know, have it in at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yeah, super light. I mean, it could pass for a session beer. Oh, easily. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, it's easy enough and it's, it's pleasant enough that I could kind of, you know, just sit here all evening and drink this. Really, oh, yeah. If, if I, I mean, looking at it when I, when I walked in on time, um, because I was closer, so of course I was here on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I walked past where you would have come from. Well, just the crossroad just there. Oh, no, I thought you came from that way. Oh, no, because uh, oh, Center House down Cotton Brow. It's a quick uh, throw yes. according yeah, to yeah. the machine yeah. machine. <laughs> yeah. um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, as I walked in, um, I, I was like, oh, that looks like a beer I want. But I was like, oh, well, we are, we're, I don't know how long we're here for. Yeah. So I might as well get something we can both at least try. Sure. Um, hmm. And uh, I'm happy with both of them so far. Nice. Uh, I would definitely, if there was a second round, swap. And I mean, switch to, not necessarily yeah, sure. make you have this one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, the, the first thing I thought of was the uh, was the milk stout ever, which I think is the Bristol Beer Factory milk stout. Yeah, that's the only reason I didn't get it because I've had yes. I haven't had it on tap, or if I have, it's a long time ago. Mm. But I thought there's a beer I don't normally I've never seen before. Judging by the rest of their taps and their reputation, it's probably good. Yeah. When's the next time I'm going to reach for a pilsner? Yeah, completely. Yeah. I did. I did have a quick stare at the um, at the bottle fridge. Unfortunately, the light was off, so I couldn't actually see what was in there. But normally, this place has loads of stuff. Whoa. No, I was hoping I could. Nope. I was hoping that the phone light. This is makes for great podcasting and video. Um, <laughs> I was hoping the phone light could like illuminate us more, but it just blinds us. So, <laughs> what if I did this lens flare, the flare. So I'm a little more lit up. My T-shirt is slightly so more this, illuminated. This is a standard problem with um, autofocusing cameras and whatnot, and me usually having partners who are much paler than me. Sure. So in low yeah. light, it's one or the other. So I'm used to like rejigging things. If I sit like this, 
I could be slightly more beard in the face, so I could be darker. I was like, you could look like an internet neckbeard man. <laughs> I'm here to talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. I'm here to talk about video games. <laughs> I just said, I have no idea if that... The voice oh. doesn't quite kick through. Let's try and find, what was I actually going to talk about? So, as you know, as you've listened to us for the last few episodes, we've kicked into doing some segments. I wanted to talk about the exodus of Metro the, from Steam. The Metro Exodus Exodus. Yes. Over to... Otherwise known uh, as me. <laughs> over to Epic. The Epic Store. Oh, the Epic Metro Exodus Exodus. <laughs> it could go on, couldn't it? Uh, no, that's about it. Um, I wouldn't want to steam off our listeners. So, uh, yeah. I don't know whether it was a, a publisher decision. I assume it was. Do you want to yeah. move from uh, from Steam as a, a move from the platform, basically, to take the product away from Steam well, to so not sell it there anymore, and to move it exclusively yeah, to the so Epic I think Store? I think it's less leaving Steam so much as giving an exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I don't possibly. Think, yeah. I, I don't think the decision was. Well, you Valve. <laughs> I think it was Epic's boatloads of cash. Yes, yes, and. I do wonder whether uh, you know something we'll talk about is the the, the split, the revenue split. Uh, you know, we know that Epic offers a better revenue split than yeah. Steam does for a product as well. So, uh, I suppose first thing is that whilst you cannot know, you you can no longer buy Metro Exodus on Steam. On Steam. If anyone who's already pre-ordered, pre-ordered it, pre-purchased it. Which seems ridiculous. Again, we get into that debate about what pre-order or pre-purchase is. You oh. have already bought it. Well, you've yeah. already ordered it. You haven't pre-ordered it. But anyway. Um, yeah, um, there's another thing. I'll, I'll, I have a tag, a, a separate offshoot topic. I'm, I'm okay. better about tangents. Um, so, it's a sign. It is. Do you want to co-sign it? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I really tricked that joke. No, no more. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! So, so we got to 150 episodes, and now you're like, no. you, your wordplay is enough, Adil. <laughs> no, it's That's not. It. That. It's not. That. That's it. We nope. did. You did two, and then the third was one too many. It's the rule of threes of comedy. <laughs> I don't do comedy nights. It's fine. No, 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 no. the problem is it was a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the number of preceding ones. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. So, Metro going to Epic. Could be for a number of reasons. Uh, they are at least honouring anyone who has pre-purchased, pre-ordered, yeah, pre-purchased, ordered, ordered, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, uh, a copy on Steam. You will still be able to play it on Steam. It will still update. And you, are you still have access to DLC. I would imagine so. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine they can take that option away from people. I, mean, I don't know. It's could. a separate release. Right? They could. Yeah. Well. It, it is probably. It's, it, I, I'm guessing how they deal. Yeah, with so that, that that'll thing. be a thing they may have announced. I don't think they did, but uh, that'll be a thing that we'll find out when the first piece of DLC comes out for Exodus. But I would imagine that if only for goodwill and PR reasons, mm. the publisher would push for this weird pocket of people seeing the DLC. Oh, I would imagine and, so. and being able to purchase. I it. can't imagine it takes oh, someone or, much. Uh, you know, it, t- it takes someone that long to prepare it to well, be released on Steam. But once. Steam has to. The problem is, like, Valve has to agree to host it on their servers and do all that work. Yeah. For the few people who pre-ordered it, who might 
despite the bad taste in their mouth, still buying. Mm. That um, would be interesting if it was a steamer decision to not. But I just so I just had a thought, which is we don't know how long the exclusivity is. That's it's true. quite possible this is just a non-issue because when the DLC comes out, it comes out on all the on the other platforms. Possibly. I mean, uh, I can't see it being. Uh, I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be either six months or a year, right? I can't see it being any less than that. Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine DLC will release Around before that. I would imagine you're probably getting DLC maybe two months, maybe maybe three months yeah, later. Yeah, I guess that's probably Dependent true. on what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's additional story content, yeah. maybe a little bit longer. If it's kind of cosmetic in-game bullshit. cosmetic yeah. stuff. So, you know, I don't know how Metro Exodus is going to work around that kind of stuff, whether there's going to be any microtransactions. Uh, so... Doing we kind of so we kind of don't know how the final product will work with regards to kind of future releases and all this sort of stuff. But I I got this feeling that it's kind of it's both a good and a really bad thing that this has happened. Well, I think you know what's the good thing? Let me, let me so hear the, you. Good the thing. good thing I think is that it's kind of given Steam a bit of a kick up the ass. We'll give oh, Valve a bit of a kick up yeah. the ass. The, the general move of Epic's serious about being a, a, a contender, yeah. rather than EA and Origin um, being basically, this is our platform for our games, and we'll probably still... Exactly, yeah. Um, and then you have good old games, which is, only in the past few years, co- co-released new games, but most of it... Most of it is indie games. A lot. And, and, and all stuff. a lot of old stuff, yeah. yes. And re-release a lot of old stuff. So, Good Old Games doesn't have the, the sheer volume that Steam has. Yeah, like I only have 250 on games on that platform. Hey. And most of them are probably brought over from Steam. Um, yeah, let's say that. <laughs> uh, so, you have, kind of, you have a couple of different issues. Yeah. You have that there isn't really a big competitor yeah. to Steam. And Epic are trying to fill that space. And to be able to do that, they need to sweep in and take some big purchases. Yeah. And they've done a similar thing with uh, with The Walking Dead, with Telltales, or no longer Telltales, depends on what they're going to be calling it, with The Walking Dead game. That you can now only purchase the worst people just, staring. We're, we're, we're right, our table's right beside the bathroom, so it's a reasonably high traffic area. And so there's all these people just walking by and looking at us like... And not even like why uh, are you at the bathroom? That's... No, it's not even that. It's not even like what the fuck. Like it's just it's not even like a judgy thing. It's just complete confusion. So every time <laughs> I like glance up and see that face, it's like bewilderment, just pure bewilderment. Huh? And then I'll walk off, and it just throws me off every time because of course I'm and then you see them at the bar, and they'll be like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Okay. Um, so so I, I believe a similar thing has happened with uh, with the Walking Dead game. Yeah. That you know, after Total shutdown, we'd had episode one and episode two, which was available kind of everywhere. Yeah, it's now gone. Or the license has gone Fire. to Skybound Games, right? Uh, who I think have taken on a lot of the previous team to continue doing episode three and episode four. Right. But they must have renegotiated distribution because I think you can no longer get it on Steam. You can no longer buy individual episodes on Steam. If you have the season pass, you I think you can still redeem the episodes through Steam. Well, yeah, so every time one of these things bounces, um, if you own it, you own it. Yes. So yeah. this is the... Nah. But do you? Um, <laughs> if you own it, you can get it, um, yeah. with the exception of things like the Grand Theft Auto soundtracks. 
which is a whole other kettle of fish yes. that we've, um, we've talked about. We've talked yep. about. But um, other than that, even things like um, something like when uh, Marvel's Activision relationship died, mm. um, and you just stopped, like you couldn't buy the games anymore. Yeah. You can still obviously download them if you own them. Um, and so Steam's done a pretty good job, and the, actually all of them do a pretty good job about like the point is you bought it when it was legal. You yeah. Get it. Yeah. The things like retroactive updates that pull content like Grand Theft Auto soundtracks notwithstanding. Sure. Um, okay, so that's your good. So the good is it's a competitor. Yeah. The bad is kind of that it has been that it has been janked. That it's been taken away. That you know, yeah. you may not have any investment in the Epic Games launcher. Uh, you, you, you may have never downloaded it. You may not have an account. To be able to now play this game, if you want to play it on no, PC... No, 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 because everyone played Paragon. And Unreal Tournament, obviously. That uh, got cancelled and now after years of being in very fan-friendly beta. Alpha. No, Alpha, I don't think oh, Alpha, yeah. Alpha, yeah. Uh, so uh, it's the idea that you suddenly have to sign up to another service and uh, and the idea that, it, that it, it's not just that, it's the idea that how that opens up how, uh, you know, we get to a point where, yes, we already have Origin, we already have Uplay, and we have Steam. Suddenly, are we going to have Origin, we're going to have Uplay, we're going to have Steam, are we going to have Epic, which suddenly, you know... It might be an actual... When they when they start to, uh, you know, that no Epic game is available anywhere else, and I think yeah. you have the Blizzard launcher, or I mean, whatever, Battle.net, so suddenly we're fragmenting things the marketplace, yeah. the marketplace a little bit more and more. And you've just got to, you know, where do you want to play your games? Well, really, people want to play their games all in one fucking place, which is why Steam is successful. So I've got an analogy, but before I jump into the analogy, I want to say that um, a lot of this has to do, I mean, people I think are less worried about the one-stop shop because of, frankly, Steam's lack of curation. Sure. And so there's just a lot of trash in the one-stop shop. And Epic has said, we will do curation. We don't know how yet. We're small enough. It's by hand. Mm. Obviously, when we expand it, we'll change. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really important because that's one of the reasons I started using Steam Mm. way back in the day. And I think they did the historical research and said, oh, this is what made Steam successful. Now, now to the analogy, have you heard of a little thing called Netflix? Hmm. Yes. Do you know where I'm going with this analogy? Is it to do with DVDs? No, it has to do with streaming services. Oh. And the fact that now that streaming is clearly the number one way people consume audiovisual media that's not streaming, uh, produced, professionally produced audiovisual media, like TV and movies. Yes. Um, People like uh, like Disney and Marvel have have pulled their licenses. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're coming up with their new streaming service because... Now that it's clear that this is where the market will sit forever, um, or at least until the next paradigm shift, we want to slice that in pie. Yeah. Uh, CBS All Access in the States. If you want to watch Star Trek Discovery, Discovery yeah. you can't. You have to be a subscriber in the U.S. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're very lucky here that it's on Netflix everywhere Netflix else in the, in the world. Or, or but see, at least someone else may, like Channel Four, may have picked it up. Yeah. Or, you know, someone, someone yeah, over so here. The, the point is, um, because of the weird things about TV uh, movie licensing, 
um, that fragmentation can happen in national markets, and yeah. it's all happening in the states more than anywhere else mm. for now. But we also see like movies bouncing from Netflix and Amazon Prime taking a, a, a bigger attack on um, both really old, obscure, random movies that have had their library, but also like mid-tier, second-tier movies that are new releases yeah. don't go to Netflix; they go to Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, and and what we're seeing there is it's it, it's an interesting one because. I, I constantly, uh, what, Netflix went up in price over here huh. 18 months ago. I've never paid for Netflix. I've used my sister's US Netflix account for probably a decade. You bad man. Um, no, it's legal. It's a, oh. You're allowed multiple places. Yes. Um, the thing is, is the UK one of them? You no, know, so the point is, the way they've dealt with family accounts or multiple streaming is your IP dictates your library. Oh, okay. that that's change. interesting. That's good. That's a number, very good. number of years ago. So yeah, so like, I was frustrated because I got her Netflix and then was on Can- Netflix Canada, and she's like, "You should watch this." I'm like, "I can't." She's yeah. like, "But you have my Netflix." I don't really have your Netflix. Mm. Um, you but, have you have access to her account. Yeah, yeah. Or you have access to you so have the ability to so use her, her account. So her account allows. Um, I think she just has a two streaming account, two simultaneous streams. Yep. And so one's me, one's her. Yep. Um, until so the kids are old enough. No kids. This is my sister in uh, California. Um, and yeah, and I felt guilty for a while. I'm like, I don't need like at some. I could pay, but then yeah. you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, and so in the same way that like if I had a friend who wanted full Spotify, it's like two quid or more a month to yes. get that extra thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd gladly share my account details and give that and, and like. And just even out of pocket, pay that too. Offer for every tank I've listened yeah, to. Yeah, no, no, no. I said friend, <laughs> not fan. Ooh. That sounds high and mighty. I definitely don't mean that. But you know, so but but I think the analogy works in the sense of as soon as the so with 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 video games, the night licenses are all one off. Yeah. Um, and there's no region restrictions mm. necessarily, and so I think it takes. A lot more to get that sort of build up to where people are dissatisfied and might try a new thing. Sure. Um, while because of all the crazy things with TV movies, there's, there's a lot of batch studio, batch, like whether it's NBC or Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big moves that allow you to suddenly cut people off and build up for what you're doing. But it's the same idea, which is hey, I've noticed you're making money hand over fist. You're not doing a whole lot. Why don't you? do that on my back I'll try and do that in the US we've seen a lot of failed um, or or like the new streaming services haven't been doing well because they don't have the uh, UI the infrastructure and thing and Netflix has had that for 8 years and they don't have to worry about that yeah Um, so yeah photobombing so but I think it's a good analogy despite those sort of licensing differences and I think uh, the fact that good old games couple years ago started doing newer releases uh, was a good pl- and that and like big games were still coming to them, like like Divinity or something like big games yeah yeah uh, the lowest of the AAA and all the double A's essentially was a good um, flag to like hey this is doable yeah, and I think Epic yeah. all, and Epic is like well we've made too much money on Fortnite we don't know what to do with this money we have our game store that's just ours 
stuff. Why don't we leverage that to see if we can make more Stop money? Stop bringing people in. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And when you have money, you can make more money. Completely, yeah. completely. And it's, you know, as I said, it's kind of good and it's bad. It's, it has though, both of those kind of things working forward against it to have, have me at least in kind of a real, like, push and pull sort of situation. That I, I think, oh, a game's releasing. Okay, I, I want to purchase this. Where is it? Where where do I want to? What? Where do I? You know, if it's available on multiple platforms, who am I giving my money to? What? Who do yeah. I want to kind of support? Who? Well, I think this is the problem with Valve is that I don't really care about giving Valve money anymore. Yeah. Um. And so I I do remember a lot. I used to pay a little more to buy something on Steam instead of UPlay. Yeah. And now that I have enough games on UPlay or Origin, well, rarely do I buy Origin games. Let's be honest. Uh, but I. Don't care. Cheaper game, put it on Uplay. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. You play's gotten a little slicker. That's the UI. Yeah. But like, okay, for someone who doesn't play games a lot, I <laughs> have a bunch of different libraries, and I and I like, and I want to have be have access to that. So like, I have a little set of icons in my start menu in Windows 10, yeah. and it's Steam, Origin, yeah. You play, yeah. Battlenet, Epic, yeah. Um, itch.io good old games yeah uh, and because I'm an Amazon Prime person I get a bunch of fucking free games on oh, Twitch yes, you do. so I've added yeah, Twitch yeah, yeah. and I think they're yeah eight it still lines up well because I put them in two small icon piles up so I've, I've oh and then I have Grand Theft Auto 5 in the background because I bought that off Rockstar, Rockstar Social yeah. Club or whatever yeah. it's called geez. yeah I mean I, uh, I would throw uh, I've added Meditations into oh, that kind of into that list. Yeah, 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 I should have put that on. Um, Actually, I, you know, I don't have a couple of those, so yeah, yeah my, my list a little a little smaller than yours, but not, you know, not not much. And it's it's one of those that you know, if I suddenly think, well, there's a big sale on, you know, it's 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 January, it's always the Christmas, the winter sort of sale season. I've got to kind of track through all of these different things, things to look at maybe where the best prices. And I can you can get plug-in aggregators and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know how much. Of, maybe we'll finish there. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, why don't we just wrap this segment up? Uh, we'll just lean in. Oh no, we won't. It's just getting louder. Um, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> the top of our heads are gone. hey we're back hello after that ad break that we don't do <laughs> do we make one up oh we should have we should start doing that buy beer it's good you'll enjoy it um, buy some sheets and some mattresses oh and pants yeah yeah, yeah. stuff that podcasts advertise to you that you don't really need um, if you're viewing us our faces we're uplit because the place we've moved to new venue the Gallimaffery across the road from the urban stand we haven't come far but it's very dark in here yeah it's very red in here yes and um actually the backlight the, the uplight isn't as bad it's because we both have beards yeah so it, it, it diffuses what should be really unflattering yes. angles yes um we're saying this because we're both on Instagram so we need to think about flattering angles <laughs> that's alright you can reach us on Tanked Up Cast on Instagram ah nice oh Pocket plug. Okay, so we are here. Uh, uh, nope, that way. Sorry. Um, scintillating podcasting. Uh, yeah, we're here. 
Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking pints from Marble. Yeah, but what are you drinking? Hey, it's exactly what the barmaid said, almost. Uh, she was yeah. a little bit confused when I asked for a pint. Yeah. Of what? Pint. Of what? Oh, come on, you must deal with this every yes. day. Yes. Maybe it's called Pint. That's where I'm going wrong. Yeah. That's how everybody knows it, yeah. obviously. Um, Tell us about the beer. It's nice, there's barely any nose to it. Um, I don't really know what I kind of expected. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of citrus. It's quite nice. It's It's got like, like a sourness to it. Really? Like a weird sourness to it that doesn't quite make it sour. Doesn't quite make it a Berlin of ice. Hmm. I don't know what it is. That's a pint. Like, it is a pint, yes. Uh, a lot of citrus. Maybe a little bit of orange in there. Okay. But really sort of lemony, like a hint of lime kicking yep. in as well. Uh, like easy, very easy to drink. Yeah. I don't know what the ABV was. I didn't quite get close enough. Crap to, um, yeah, of course. I didn't quite get close enough to the, uh, the badge to, to read what it was. So here, here, Here's the, the colouring. Nope, that doesn't work. Um, we'll untap it at some point yeah. to, to, so I know at least oh, that, what it yeah. is. It's, um, it's like a... Much more like a like a creamy mango nose. Slightly, yeah, yeah. And by creamy, I just mean like that smoothness. It, yes, it's, it's like a mango a, sorbet yeah, smell. It's, but it's, it's so kind of it's so light. Yeah, you kind of a, a quick kind of nose. Like oh, it's nothing there. Yeah. So I think it, what it is, it doesn't smell like mangoes. It smells like mango sorbet. Mm. Like a little bit like that pushed artificial yeah, mango. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's got a bit of a, a tangy zip to yeah. it. And then it just disappears. And then you get like a nutty, a slightly, slightly malty aftertaste. Yeah. That's, but also doesn't linger. No, not at all, not at all. It's, it's very hard to kind of capture what it is as well. Because it's so, like that finishes really quick. Yeah. And just disappears. But I'm not, you know, I'm already half a pint down, I suppose. But I think it's because it's so quick. It is very quick. It goes and it's just so swiftly that I just need to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I got the Quartet, which is a collab between Bristol oh. Beer Factory and White Room True. Yes. Nice, proper. We're in the Bristol habitat. Let's have a very Bristolian beer. It is quite amber. Mm. I don't actually know what it is. I'm assuming a pale ale of some sort. Um, it smells... Almost less than a Wiper and True beer. Like, it's got almost... No who's this made by? I think it's Bristol Beer Factory with, with Wiper and True. And not the other way around. Oh. Ooh. I mean, it, it, it's got, like, smooth. Super smooth. Initial taste is like... It, it actually feels like a collab because the initial taste is like a nuanced Wiper and True... A little bit of fruitiness, a little something going on that you want to sort of dissect. Yeah. And then there's this like up hit, up shift of taste where you get this hit of like burst of fruit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not I think fruits. I mean, but flavor, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's not. Again, another hard to discern kind of. Fruit. It's, it's kind of really 
slightly fruity, but a little dank on the nose. Yeah. Again, hard to discern what's going on there. Hello. I feel like it, 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 it kicks in with those hops, but the malts are doing a decent amount oh, yeah. in there as well. Like, I think it's... I know uh, Quintet from Wiper and True yeah. is an IPA. Yeah, that is correct. So I wonder whether Quartet is I think, I mean, it heading tastes towards like, that. It, it tastes like an APA on the path to a light IPA. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what I thought when looking at it. Sort of like a... Just sort of a little flat amber, but with a hint of orange. Yeah. And that's that, one of the nice things about it is that it is flat. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it has that flavor and it's flat. It doesn't kind of... If it had a bit more carbonation, it would hit you. Yeah, I think that a little too much. Especially perhaps. that like uptick, that second yeah, yeah. wave of, of flavor, I think would would sort of feel like a burst mm. rather than like a oh wow yeah, yeah. like well, the same flavor going through. This is a very excellent beer. Yeah, it's very well made. Yeah, he's doing a lot. Mm. I I don't know what the what the four hops are. Nope. No, it was a quarter. Yeah, quarter. Yeah, yeah. I started thinking quintet then. Oh, no, wait, huh? What's yeah. going on? Uh, so, yes. I don't know what the hops are. Maybe the badge tells you. There was a lot of information, I think, on there. No, there really wasn't. It was, was just not? It was just like the badges of the two breweries. Yes, and the there, name, was, yeah. there was some very, very tiny, small text. I can't, I can't there's see. A, there, there's a gentleman the at the bar. Yeah, it may have been the ABB. Oh, yeah, the ABB was on the bottom right. Yeah. And the bottom left was Wiper and True. And across the top was Bristol Beer Factory. What was the ABB? Do you remember? <laughs> Look, I remembered the typographical fucking layout. <laughs> Give me some credit on that. I have no idea. Um, and that's fine. Uh, I would just say something on the bottom. Yeah, I can't read it from here. No. Two very um, different beers. Yeah, I like them both. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. I think we can, we can return to them towards the end, as long as a DJ doesn't turn up and it gets, you know, slightly louder in here than it Which did is what happens segment to... Segment one. Yeah. Um, our, our, but I think we, we exhausted the, the conversation. We were in the end. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, I had a tangent um, that I, I, I had earmarked that I was going to say, and then by the time we were wrapping up, I'm like, oh, right, that, I don't remember the tangent. <laughs> so that worked out real well. Um, Have you, is it kicked in now? Do you remember? No, no. I, remember that I, I remembered that I didn't remember. That's as good as it got. Um, just call me Jack Nicholson. Hey. Um, cool. So, we are on segment two. Segment I'm, two. I've got a segment three. Okay. I figured segment two would be actually about games we've been playing, or things we've been doing surrounding video games. Okay, okay. Um, so, in true tank fashion, we've totally planned this ahead, and this is just our patter be prepared. introducing yes. segment two. To make it sound like we haven't, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a little uh, outside baseball. Um, so, what, how is, okay, how, I, I'll take this back, I mean, first of all, let's cover quickly what, what gaming's been like for you in the past week or so, but I think, if you, do you have other segment ideas? No. Okay, so I've got one, which is Tanked Up Reflections, a segment three, but I think, okay. I think what we could do is, I'd like to talk about... I actually played a little bit of game, a, yeah, little, yeah. a few games, but then also just what we feel like it, it is to be us gaming in 2019 as like the follow-up. 
Sure. Okay. And, and we can edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to say it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those are what I've been playing then. Okay, so I played a couple of games. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Games one might that you haven't played previously? One. <laughs> but I'd like to say something. So, all right, so I, I played a little bit of Magic Gathering Arena. Yeah. Um, you keep going back to it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, less so, I wouldn't have gone back if it wasn't for the fact that, like, a couple of the master students, fellow postgrads, oh. it turns out are Magic players, and so okay. they were talking about Arena and, like, getting into it, and they were also just talking about, like, card playing, and so I played a couple of rounds. Nice. Um, but the game I started um, is a game that has been talked about a bunch last year, so we're being very talk- <laughs> tanked up topical. Oh, my game is, is, my game is, is purely... You know, of it, uh, you know, of this time, obviously, as well. Yeah, um, which is Octopath Traveler. Oh yes, um, not I've, a game we've actually spoken about, though. No, because the only person who plays has a Switch and plays games regularly is Lucy, and she hates RPGs. Um, she definitely hasn't played this. Yeah, correct. Uh, uh, so, have we spoken about this? But there was a demo, wasn't there? I never played it though. Okay, did Lucy? Uh, I don't right. think so. Uh, I like it. Yeah. So, your game? No. <laughs> um, so I decided to start as Cyrus the Scholar. I think probably because I'm writing up my fucking dissertation, so I'm feeling very academic. Fits. But also, I love Glass Cannons. He's he's the Black Mage, essentially. Okay. Um, obviously, uh, uh, there's eight different characters you can start with. The Octopaths. Did you know that um, the first letter of each of the characters' names spells out Octopath? No, I did not. So Cyrus is the C. Mm. Ophelia. The white mage is Ophelia. She's the um, O. Yeah. Um, except you, you can start it in any way, and I have, I played his... Basically, you start as a character, you play their chapter one, it opens the world, you can then wander to the other cities, uh, pick up other characters. As soon as you pick them up, you do their first chapter, but you have your guy in. Okay. And so the idea of the game is essentially, as I'm sure everyone knows, um, you... Want to, I mean, you, uh, there's an overarching plot of your character and the game in general, but you can play all eight paths. Yep. The only and you can change your party at ends and stuff. The only thing is, your whoever you started with has to be in your party at all times. Okay. So that's the only reason you might want to be like. Uh, what's the party size? Four, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've only got two people right now, so. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, and so what's nice is you can swap. Them, it's, a, it's a little things like you can swap who's the character who's in front. So it's standard like train of characters when you're running around a town. Yeah, yeah. But you can pick who's in the lead. You just can't get rid of your character. Yeah, yeah. You can put so, them in the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So with my two, as soon as I got, uh, I went to the merchant person. So I got there, I was like, cool. She's in lead. I'm doing her her plot. Mm. I want her to be the main character. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. We train her. In. Um, what's nice is everyone has like. A bunch of the characters, I don't know if everyone has, but there are abilities, certain, like, so Cyrus has Investigate, he's a scholar slash, like, detective character, basically. So in your hometown, because your reputation is so high, and it's the first chapter, anyone who has something to say to you, like NPCs who will talk versus the ones who won't, you can hit Y and investigate them, and it'll unlock either a discount at the inn new stuff at a store or hidden items that will okay. suddenly appear and then you, you see them on the map you can just pick them up they're flashing icons um, the merchant 
you can buy stuff off of the same class of people, the merchant, you can go up to them and buy stuff off of them. So items that aren't available in the shops. Uh, or items that are available in the shops for cheaper. And it seems like it's level tracked. So like when I went to the second town, there was one person which was like a 90% investigate. There's like a, most of them were 40s and 50s. And if you do an investigate and fail, your reputation in the town goes down. Oh wow! Okay, that's and cool. I don't know what that's that. I, cool. I don't know enough about the game and what like what happens with lower yeah, reputation. Yeah. But I do know at the tavern, you can swap your party. Uh, I said in. I meant tavern earlier. Um, or you can buy back your reputation. Right. So you fuck up your reputation enough times. Yeah. And I know, so, and like the thief can steal things from characters. I assume from these same class of characters, yeah, yeah. and can pick locks, etc. So like. Who your primary character is is entirely cosmetic. Although now that I think about it, when I hit Y against someone when I had two people party, it just gave me a choice of which two. If I had all eight, yep. whoever was in the party would presumably have their yes, options. Right? Yeah. And you make it into situations where you want certain Swap. members in your party for certain situations. For like plot, but fighting you might not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, when I heard about it, like, stupid name. Really interesting from eyes. Yeah, uh, beautiful art oh, style. The, the the way they use depth of field in a 16-bit. Mm. Yeah, probably 16-bit. Um, it's so great. It's so simple. Just having a really wide focal plane and blurring everything out. Yeah. But then, like, when you enter a building and like go up the staircase, up the stairs is blurred out. As you go up the staircase, it starts resolving. Yeah, yeah. And behind you doesn't because it's literally just. It's it, it's a very simple thing to program because nice. it's yeah, just yeah. like. I don't know, like 18 pixels, 18 pixels, that's your bar of focus and everything else is blurred, right? Um, the battle system is super good. Okay. This is what I like about this game, this is why I was interested. Um, basically, enemies have... Uh, yeah, we're, we're recording a podcast, so as long as you're fine with us continuously talking at the computer, yes, it's good away. Um... Yeah, so what is, oh yeah, so enemies have usually have up like four um, weaknesses, and you don't know what they are. But if, like, say they have weaknesses staves, and I'm uh, Cyrus, yeah, and I smack him with a staff. If I hit the weakness, it then unlocks that weakness for that creature. I now know all for all time that that's the case. Yeah. Cyrus's passive ability is he will intuit a new weakness that hasn't been intuited yet when he meets a, meets a character. So if you meet the same baddie multiple times, you just find out what all their weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah. But what's key is, if you're really high level, when you hit them with a weakness, they immediately break. So it's a turn order. So it's a perfect information game as far as ordering. So it yep. says, this is the turn. Here are the five characters on screen. Sorry, I'm blocking the light. Here are the five characters on screen. This is the order they'll come in. If you break them, they lose their... They drop out drop for back. a turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means That's you can nice. back-to-back them. Yeah. If they're... If you haven't hit them hard enough, they first get weaked, and then a break. Okay. Anything that happens to them, they get little stars around their eyes, like head, you know, cartoon style. A any attack against someone on a break, um, like Ross, uh, will, will do a lot more damage. Um, but, so so if you use a weakness on a break, you're doing fuck tons of damage. Yep. The other thing is, every turn, you get a boost pip up to five. You can cash in th up to three, so that your move gets, you hit more than once. Okay, yeah, yeah. What's nice is, you don't have to wait till five, right? You can hit three, 
boost three times because they're on a break, yep. just, just destroy hit, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do it once because they're on a break and you want to use that break for more efficiency. Uh -huh. Or you wait till five and then you can, you'll build it. You can do basically two in a row because when you use the boost, you don't gain a pip. But the next turn, you will gain a pip. So then you can it's it, so you can back to back these things. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and so it's it's enough. And obviously, they tend to be like uh, weak to very very different things, so that different characters will be able to exploit them. So with uh, you know with you enjoying the battle system so much. How uh, how present is it? You know, are you exploring 90% of the time and it's 10% of battles? Is oh, so it a bit more so it's, it's random encounters is the only yeah. thing. Um, so for me, it was all plot until you entered a dungeon in the main area to fight a bad scholar. Yeah. Um, and that dungeon was recently... I, I don't think Cyrus is the best starting character because okay. I had to use a bunch of, of potions, essentially. They're called healing grapes. Um... And so, but there, but I mean, it's 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 the first dungeon. So, like, right by the safe point, if you get to there, there's also a merchant who will sell you these things, and you start with money. Um, and if I was smart, I was between the merchant and the white mage. I could have gone just to the white mage, but instead, I went to the merchant because I think I want to try and play this game with a, just on the basis of pure ridiculousness. There's <laughs> the dancer who's like a bardish character, but right. also has. The dark spell. All right. Okay. Uh, and I want. I think I want to try the thief, merchant, dancer, scholar, and have no hard hitters, and see how well that works. Yeah. Just see if it holds up. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, if I need to put the white mage in. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But um, there's also a hunter character and a warrior character. I think that's all. Uh, oh, and an alchemist. So I mean, depending on how ridiculous the alchemist is, I might want to try and make a really dumb Just turns everything into gold. But what I know of the game is there are shrines which give you the ability to equip a subshop to any character, which allows you to unlock a couple of their Two abilities. Classes or, oh, okay. So like your merchant could also have basic heal. Yeah. Or like you could put on your warrior that like analysis skill yeah, yeah. that Cyrus has. Which obviously in the end game, if you did any grinding, that analysis skill isn't doing anything. But you could you could like swap it out. Or yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I I like that idea because then you then you really can try and design your ridiculous party because there isn't like a skill you definitely That's nice. need. Yeah, yeah. Seems like the only big skills that you need are the ones that are like the investigate or the buy where. You, if you want to be able to use it, they have to be in your party yeah, because yeah. they have to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really liking it. The story so far is really simple. Do you think, uh, like, I suppose to round out out, do you think that once you finish this run through and you've got to the end of the story, do you think you'll play through again? With so I think the, the big, biggest problem is the only difference is playing chapter one by yourself. Right, okay. So I actually think... I thought it'd be a, like a replayable RPG, but I don't think it will. Yeah, be. yeah. Except if you wanted to try, like, if you went like most of the game with like these four guys and then wanted the other four guys. Completely separate. Um, but obviously, you're gonna have to keep everyone reasonably leveled because when you play their chapter, presumably you'll have to have them in. Yeah. In yeah. Which case you're, that, like, in which case you're bound to two characters, yeah. right? I assume that's how it'll work. It'd be really weird to do all of the warriors plot without the warrior in your party. I assume that just doesn't happen. But I don't know. Um, so I really like the system. It's a standard JRPG fantasy setting. Pirates stole shit from the merchants. 
the scholar, um, some one of his students didn't like that the princess was getting more attention. Spoiler alert for chapter one of Cyrus, um, and ratted him out, saying, spread a false rumor that there was an inappropriate relationship with the princess. And the headmaster didn't want to do anything, so says, "Go fuck off for a while." But while you were figuring this thing out with the bad scholar, you found out the oldest book in the library you got went missing, so you want to go find it. That's your plot. Oh. And it's like, from the depths of hell is the name of the book. Oh. Like that. So, like, really, like, you're, I, I hope the writing gets better, but I'm obviously, I'm probably, it's like the, the like, extra layers to um, both discovering and, like, exploiting weaknesses and the boosts, I think, will keep me longer than a weekly written JRPG usually yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. And I'm already pretty partial to them, so I suspect I will get fin- be Finish. at the end of the Octopath. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good. Um, I suppose, uh, well, I've been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't finished it. That's that weird mashup game where you're in Rome. You're a centurion, but also raiding tombs. No. First you have to make the tombs. <laughs> um, tomb soon? Uh, <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> I've, I've written a piece for the site about kind of like my general thoughts on the game. Um, I think that it, it, it kind of explains kind of how I feel really well, which is I'm enjoying it. Yeah. There's lots that's good. It's a nice continuation of the, the rebooted Lara Croft sort of story, but there's still a massive... Um, issue between story and like game progression mm. you know in the first game Lara went through a traumatic event and killed someone yeah and then just with abandon killed everybody that she encountered yeah which I thought was weird because they, they made a big deal about her first kill and Very then it was much. like reckless abandon and in this game just doesn't even think about uh, it well yeah but it doesn't, doesn't I mean that makes sense she, she's a sociopath there's like there's no commentary I mean, so it, it tries to help a little bit. Some of the situations that you're put in are shoot or be shot, you know. It's yeah. kind of like they, they've come to you. They're, you're being attacked. Yep. Other situations, I just randomly, I've just killed people when I could have just, you know, avoided them, really. Right. Uh, it, it kind of, I suppose it, it kind of has this issue around that, that it doesn't really know kind of what Lara I mean, wants to do. It's a it's a big problem in, in especially AAA titles. Yeah, yeah. Where I mean, Uncharted has moments like that too. Yeah, completely. Where yeah. you you try and give pathos to your character, but it, the pathos only exists in the cutscenes. Yeah, and then and then the, the writers and directors just forget. That that's what they're doing. So and uh, it, it's so it's one of my biggest pet peeves in more in modern gaming because um, because gaming has increased like it's improved as an art form, so people are trying to tell these stories. Yep. But they just it's like they have director of gameplay and director of well, this is like, so writing, uh, and they just, and they ignore each other. Exactly. So this is what I read a little bit about. Once I was playing this, and I'm like, uh isn't kind of I still feel the same about this as I did about the previous game yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the internet and have a look at this and there's kind of like a lot of tweets and stories and news articles kind of revolving around this idea that actually uh, uh, someone's brought in to write the story they have no impact on like gameplay yeah 
that what they write is a story so it literally is two different does directions. not impact at all. It, it doesn't then lead into the kind of the general next 30 minutes of what you're doing. It is then, oh, we've, we've reached this point. Here's the story. Wow. So, I mean, it's something that I think, and I, I kind of, I, I concluded what I've written, basically saying games need to, this kind of action exploration kind of genre needs to needs to evolve yeah it needs to grow up it needs to just have some uh, you need another option yes yes or, or you fucking duck like, like that can be in there that's fine but there needs to be some a, either a repercussion or some kind of commentary from the character that they you know that they're either they're fine with it you know she doesn't say oh it's fine that I've killed all these people yeah like she why doesn't it? say it's not fine I've killed it it just doesn't go no, mentioned at all well, or even something like like spec ops thing. like where your role made sense that you were murdering but the murdering still had repercussions that you completely. didn't play like completely that's how you write yep. like a military shooter yep. in, as, as, a, as a fucking story yeah Exactly. The whole thing tied together. The gameplay made sense because of who you were. I mean, so what what, I, what bothers me is like these are like platform explorer third person games. They don't need to be jumpy jumpy shooty shooty. Like it's not a core reason people go to these. Things. It could just be jumpy jumpy. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know. And I mean, is... I'm not saying like you could go jumpy jumpy sneaky sneaky, but. That'd be an easy way of doing it, but you don't need if there to was, If there was an, an option to even knock people out, yeah, rather than just just brutally, and it's not even like she's just going up and killing them. When she sneak attacks someone from behind, oh, it's Assassin's Creed. She's like stabbing them in the neck with her knife several times. Like it's fucking brutal. And I don't Lots know how much that continues into Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, I'm interested to know whether they have just retained the formula and they've not done anything with it, you know, to kind of see, but... I don't know, I feel kind of... it's Again, I feel like this, as I did about the previous game. I'm fine with it. It's got issues. I don't really feel like picking the next one up. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it's just drying you up. Yeah, a little bit, and I picked this up now because it's super cheap. Yeah. I wanted a bit of a bigger experience based on the other games that I've been playing. Yeah. I mean, it's paced, uh, or it's not paced brilliantly, but it's it's very flexible, and that it allows enough for you to kind of be able to just play for ten minutes. For ten minutes, you can go and do something. If you've got an hour, you can do something. If you've yeah. got three hours, you can do something. You know, it doesn't penalise you for kind of only being able to play in bursts. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not that I'm playing so, ten minutes and I'm just moving down the, the corridor a little bit. It's, yeah. What was the second one? The second one is Rise of the Two. Oh, this is the, this is the second. This game. is the one that I own, but I never started because I was between reviews and just being like, eh. And you're not making me want to play it. Yeah, yeah. So that leads us on to your additional point. Uh, no, I have another game. Oh, it wasn't magic. Yeah. Okay, wait. Okay, it's a game I played a bunch of oh. a while ago that was. For a stretch, the only game I played. Okay. Like two years, a year and a half ago? Hexels. No, no. Because I still play that. Super Hexagon. Nope. Starts with a D. Oh, hold on, I don't know. Destiny? No. Starts with a D and it's very similar to Magic. 
Oh, the uh, Julius. Yeah. yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, one of these masters, we were talking about magic, and um, I mentioned how I actually kind of think that Duelist is my favorite CCG on a computer. Yeah. Because it makes use of the computer thing by being the SRPG yeah, yeah. hybrid. Um, so it's deck building to make an SRG, SRPG on a limited map, and I think it's great. And he was like, I didn't really like it that much when I played it. I'm like, oh, I, I played a fuck ton. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, actually, if you own it, I am one achievement away from finishing all of the achievements. And that achievement is play with a friend. <laughs> Shut up. I know you're all judging me slash making jokes. Yes, I don't have friends, let alone friends who play duels. Um, and he's like, sure. And so last night he installed it, and I got home after working, and I worked a lot. And we ended up playing like five or six matches in a row. Yeah. Me with my random decks that were built, and him with his. But he had played much less and quit at a different stage. Yeah. So like the first, the first couple, like the the most recent decks I had were not fair to what he had. Um, but I played some older ones, and he beat me a couple times. One because. Once, because I misplayed like a motherfucker. Two first two turns in it a happens. row. I was just like, no, no. Uh, and then, and then once, like le- legitimate, like he was just like, oh, this is like, yeah, he just outdid me, and it was really fun. And his nice. comment was, this is way more fun than I, I ever had playing it the first time around. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little worried. Is what he said. <laughs> like, yep, I know that feeling. Just dragged in. Um, but I forgot how much fun it was, and. I had never played it with another person, and so we were on, I was literally on my phone on Facebook Messenger messaging him because um, Duelist has a friends list, but obviously you can't swap to text right, or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could have used Steam Chat, I suppose, but we just were texting. And then I was like, oh, now I see why people just have community discords, because it would have been so much easier to just talk about these moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I think once the dissertation is done, I'll see what's out there. Obviously... I'm sure my decks are just outclassed because that's how these games work. Um, but I played. Yeah, you take a break. You've got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, you just yeah. your cards don't work. The meta's gone on. There's yeah. more things. Although I played a game because I was waiting for him to come online, and he spectated because I forgot you can watch anything. Okay. And he spectated. He's like, I need any. Messaged me a little rusty there, eh? And he saw me misplay something. Because uh, I assume spectating a person will show you ex- oh, their hand and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yep, still one though. The guy conceded. Um, so, but that also told me that like it wasn't a bog standard deck. So the deck I picked wasn't like it's not like I could go back to the game and not be completely outclassed at the at least at the bottom. Which on other games has happened to me, where it's like, oh no, there's no way. Like none of your nothing you can do can beat whatever is like basic now um so yeah so that's sort of between arena avoiding arena and yeah. other things like i just like i like the idea of designing my way of trying to beat someone all on yeah, yeah, um so yeah that was that was my big thing it was just one I, I have all the achievements now i have like two games where i have all the achievements and What's the other one uh adventure capitalist okay Oh, and Braid. I think I have all of them in Braid as well. Which took a while. Yeah. Oh, and Hexos. Duh. <laughs> Full games. Yeah. Um, the only achievement progress I have ever cared about is beating a Super X-Gun level one. 
because it took so long. Having said that, I was talking with these two people about magic, but I just loaded it in Super Hex again and was like, the point. It didn't even have a sound. I was just like, because we were talking. Yeah, yeah. And first try, I got to 52 seconds on level one. Wow. And then I and then I was easily within the thing, and I just was like, and I clipped a corner, and I was like, oh, fuck. And it said fuck so strongly, Gareth was like, oh, something went really wrong. I'm like, no, I was, I was, playing, I was playing Super Hexagon while talking to you, and I fucked up a 52-second run. But I was like, oh, right, because the muscle memory kicked in, and because yeah, I was yeah. tuning out. I'm better at the game when I'm not paying attention. Uh, anyway, so so that's my games I've nice. yeah, but, yeah. Um, I actually think I would like to try something like Magic or Duelist against someone I know with yeah. Discord or something. Because I think that would actually give me the like tabletop magic, very much. Sort of yeah, completely. Yeah, board game experience. Feel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, topic two of segment two: gaming. Now, so I'm 35. Yes. Finishing my PhD. Um, I'll have some time while I'm looking for a job. Yes. When I'm not working to publish the papers that make up my dissertation. Uh, so I'll, I will be playing more games a month from now than yeah. I have been for two years. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. And mm. I wasn't sure I would. And I don't know, like, like just the, I think between the brief dabbles with, like, things like Magic, which are, like, ten minutes. Yeah. And talking with people, like, like these other friends I have, like, this new crap post-prop post-grads um, who play games and I was like oh and, and the fact that they're PC gamers helps although my machine's dead um, yeah I'm looking forward to playing games and having new people play different games yeah yeah that's good um, I've got a couple friends who play Overwatch I got it for free yeah Humble or something Although everyone who plays Overwatch says it's crap garbage now and they hate it. But like things like that I'm really looking forward to and it dovetails so well with like the Division 2 coming yes. out. Yeah. Like I would buy that on PC, buy the PC easily. I will buy it on PS4 so we can play together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and you can be like, how have you not figured out how to aim on a controller? You'll be fine. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. I was doing okay at Battlefield 1, and then we started playing Division, and I was so garbage. Like, uh, that aiming system just, it wasn't enough. I don't know. All that Battlefield 1 experience didn't translate well. First person to third person just didn't quite make. I I mean, I'm sure I could. I think it was because I didn't actually, we didn't play it often enough that I was tweaking the sensitivity. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And even if... I don't know if I'll ever go back to, like, lots of gaming every day, yeah. but I'm, I'm looking forward to having it back in my life, even as a 35-year-old man. Um, and I'm, But also, when I think about playing games, I'm thinking playing... I, I, there's still, like, no particular genre that I'm like, that's the one I would play. Sure. I still want to play a broad All range of games. games. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so, that, so that's me in my weird, like... Stunted growth because I reset my life and so now I'm leaving uni at 35. Um, a good time to leave. And also single, so like I don't have anything else to do. I mean that's the that's the big thing that, that's changed kind of how I approach games. Um, it's not it's not the, the being with somebody. It's 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 the kids. 
you know, it's, it's, it's time, yeah. Uh, we went through, you know, uh, Kim and I have been together almost nine years. Oh, wow, yeah. So, uh, you know, we had a, a significant portion of that where I was still having lots of time. When I was a student as well, yeah. I had a lot of time to go. Kim would come home from work. I'd have done all of my student-y bits, yeah. and I'd maybe played an hour already. Yeah. Or I'd get up at seven at the weekends because I don't sleep that much. Yeah. And play for a few hours before Kim got up. Yeah. You know, so there was lots of lots of time when like, I. So had yeah, even as life progressed, but you found pockets. Yeah, I found pockets. Was, life was simpler. Now it's very different. So Evelyn obviously changed that, and. Uh, it changed kind of the, the the slot that I could play in. So when Battlefield One came out, we were getting quite a lot of Battlefield One gaming in. Yeah. Because of the way that Evelyn didn't, you know, because of her not sleeping and her having to be upright yeah. because of the reflux, she could sleep on me and I could play yeah. away. Fine. Uh, when that kind of started to go away a little bit and we started to get back into a regular pattern of sleep, that then started to limit what I was doing um, and I think I've, I've almost dropped and, and blackout playing the blackout trial has yeah. kind of shown me that I have dropped that multiplayer aspect yeah. that's, that's almost completely gone I was just saying I, I mean, it is all now single player experiences uh, because it's, it's whenever you can exactly and why, that's why I, I praise Tomb Raider for being flexible I've got 10 minutes I play yeah. and I can do something you know uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be to interesting it, to see kind of like the games I'm looking forward to, like The Division Two. Yeah, and what wow. I can actually get out of that in terms of the time that I have. There are times when Kim says, "I've got some trash I want to watch on ITV Player or some yeah. other player," and I can say, "Okay, you watch on your laptop. I'll put headphones in yeah. and I'll play." Yeah. There's that there, we still have those kind of times, and you know, maybe that's you don't do like picture in picture. We've got the three, you've got the Sony TV week, but blue, just blue glass on to get one picture and red glass on yeah. Um I, I maybe get two nights a week like that now. Yeah. Whereas, but, you know, previously it was seven nights a week. Yeah. It's, 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 it's okay. slashed massively the amount yeah. of time. So, so I was going to say, I played a ton of games last year. Yeah, I mean, I tons of fucking games. I don't know I think, where I found this time. So I, I think it's. I mean, I think it's because you find the pockets, and because that's that is your primary way way of like decompressing. Very much. It helps working from home as well. Yeah. Because I can. It hits one o'clock. And or you're like mid, midday, and I'm like, I just want to break for an hour. I'll play something. You know, I was playing Seven Nautica the other day, and suddenly yeah. it was like I played for an hour and a half. Like, like oh shit! Yeah. I better, I better start doing some more work. Like, just. Well, yeah, but you, you also have that self-discipline. Yeah. Well, yeah. Proof. I think it's crucial to be able to work from home, game as a hobby, and oh, not ruin much. yourself. Yeah, completely. But, I mean, I think there's a combination of things. Um, one is obviously your schedule change. Yeah. Uh, with respect to, like, both of us fading from multiplayer. Um, and the other thing is, I liked Battlefield 1, even though I was yeah. not great at it mm. in general. Thanks for nodding at that. That makes me feel good. <laughs> Um, I was not a good that I liked Battlefield 1, yes. Yeah, um, I did too. But, but nothing sparked an interest there. Yeah. Like, even if it was impossible because of the schedule changing, there wasn't anything I was, like, lamenting that we couldn't sure, play. Sure, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, those, so, so it just became really easy to just lose that. What, yeah. I, what I missed was 
let's just fucking play games. Yeah, let's chat, play games, yeah. hang out. Like, yeah, yeah, completely, completely. And it's it's one of those. And to be honest, that's one of the main reasons I'm looking forward to the Division Two. Is like part of it is I like the Division One. It seems like they're shoring up some of the problems, I I, but a lot of it is just like I'd like to play a game with friends again. Uh, completely. You know, I think playing Blackout with Alex. You know, made me realise I do miss that. Yeah. It's been about two, you know, maybe eighteen months, two years, really. Well, eighteen months. Eighteen months since kind of I was very invested in playing with with other people. Yeah. You know, yourself and uh, Nico and Rob, and we were, we kind of had our decent kind of like squad. And it'd be nice to have a game where I can have that again, really. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's kind of it, it's one of those things I miss it, but I don't think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I realise that I miss it, I'm like, oh, I'd like that again. I think that's... But I've got yeah. enough other experiences in gaming, but it's a single yeah. player, that it kind of doesn't let me dwell on it, I suppose. So this is what I was trying to say with, like, my earlier point about um, I'm interested in sort of playing all kinds of things. Yeah. It's like, there are gaming experiences that I gravitate to. Sure. Uh, RPGs, especially SRPGs. Puzzle games. Puzzle games, which I didn't realize until like two and a half years ago that I like them. Yeah. <coughs> and like deck building sort of card games. Yeah. Part of the that is the flexibility of time. Yeah. And of course, obviously, FPSs. But what I've increasingly become aware of is I care so much more about the narrative. Mm. Given that, like, I have a limited amount of game time, that most sort of actiony F- FPS games I don't bother with, because, even though I like the genre, like I like playing an FPS. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I. One of the things I really want to do is finish Doom. I haven't finished it. Loved every moment of it that I played. Good fucking game. That, that that the whole experience works. Yeah. But there's a bunch of other FPSs which I've started and not finished. That even though I'm missing FPSs. It's like, well, I could not, and like, and what will bring me back to like, what, what will like, we can't get the overarching narrative. Give me my friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think you might, you know, if you were to lean into, In fact, like, I think we should just play Team Fortress too. Lean in. Kind of Is that free now? So I think even Counter Strike, CS:GO, Go. Yes. It's like, what's yes. it called now? Yeah. Um, so I think maybe you get that from Wolfenstein as well, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. Definitely get that narrative yeah. over the top with a really good sort of like gunplay. Metro Exodus is one I'm looking forward to, which I think will give a little bit so of I narrative as well. Finish the other Metro games. Yet. I don't think you need to. Yeah. I wouldn't I don't think you need to, to lean into Metro Exodus. I don't know where you are with it. Um so I mean there are games that will give you that, but you can't rely on Maybe the Call of Duties or the Battlefield. No, no, I, mean, I think that's that's that. sort of what happened to me. Yeah. Was just like the tentpole FPSs don't do it for me, so I'll just wait for things that went like overwhelming consensus says. Yeah, yeah. So like a game that's been near the top of my list for ages has been Hellboy. Play that game. Yeah, I will. In a month. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, the problem with Hellblade is. It will eat at you. Right. And you will say so you play it and you want to play more. And you will want yeah, to that, play that more. Is, you will want so to play more. Your, your description of it is exactly why I own it on game. good old games. 
I installed it on the on the PC and then left it alone. It's like any day I can start it, but that day I start it is the day I can afford to start it. Yes, yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say let's grab another pint. Oh shit! Low battery. So segment two there is probably complete, and we may return uh, for segment three. For segment three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if we can find someone to charge the laptop. But, yeah. See you in a bit. Bye. Alright. Alright. So. We are. Is Audacity on? Yeah, Audacity's been recording. Hooray. I've got the podcast covered. This video, this video nonsense you've insisted on on the other end. Um, so, we are at. The Good Measure, which is Uh, Good Chemistry's first pub. Yes, that's right. Our friends at Good Chemistry. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Sam Curley is here with us. He's dead to us. Um, Sorry, I just realized that. Yep. I'm trying to get us both in frame. Uh, Hopefully, I'll remember to one of us will remember to edit this out for the audio, but um, yeah. So, as we can see, we are at Good Measure. You can see the background. We are doing our part um, to light us up <laughs> as much as we can. It's awkward because you've got to hold the phone. The the rugby was on. Yes, it's now finished. So we are an entire pint in. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm at a pint in. You, you. What did we just drink? What did we drink before the beers we're drinking now? Uh, you had the... The Upper Helenatan from Mar- Marble. Another Marble. Another Marble, which is the Mochiato Porter, which is very nice. Which I just realized you never gave me a sip of, and I'm sad about it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. We'll have another half in a minute. Um, it's very nice. Uh, you can have a sip of oh. the, the last bit of mine, which was the Imperfect Being. Oh, oh this juice. is a good bit. The Juicy IPA from Good Chemistry, which I know you've had, but you haven't had on tap, I believe. That's correct, yes. Yeah. I had it from Boxhall, I believe. Um, nice. So, before we move on to the beers that we've already started supping after that, it is juicy, for sure. Yeah. But what I really like about this beer, I mean, it is a 7%. You don't, you kind of notice the strength. But what I like about it is, after the juice is sort of like a very thin first stage of the taste mm. and what I really like is how biscuity the back end of the yeah. taste is like it just the malts kick in and it just gives so much more depth to this beer yeah completely um, it's a 7% juicy IPA but again it's also just a really malty it's interesting beer. like trying to think about good chemistries um, like Kokomo Weekend mm-hmm. Another another a big juicy IPA. It may be a little higher percentage. Yeah, um, which is very very hop forward. And I'm trying to think of it. I haven't had it for a while. So it is. But I'm not, trying to it think has of very, how, you know how the malts work with it. I don't think they're very light. Think, yeah, they are. Yeah, very light. Whereas this kind of balances it out a little bit more. It's, it's, so what's interesting is it's almost like there's two stages to the taste, but the handoff between the stages is so is very fluid. Yeah. So it's not like juice malts, mm. but at the same time, it, there's clearly like juice and malts going on. But they there's this lovely sluice very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't feel like you're going from the one to the other. You're just like, I'm experiencing all these tastes. These are great. Yeah, yeah. It's completely. a really excellent beer. Mm. Um, cool. 
What are you drinking now? Now that we've back-ended things. So I'm on another good chemistry beer. Every the now Gravity and then. Wave. Which is an APA? Yeah. An amber APA, so it suggests. 5.6%? Mm. Which, I've just had a porter, so oh, yeah. it kind of uh, skews this a little bit, but I'm getting like a nice fruity front, little bit of dankness, and then a very, very light bitterness. Mm. Again, a slightly sweet, biscuity kind of end to go along with that slightly like tongue-tingly bitterness. It's not a big bitterness and I hit the back of my throat. Right. It's it's kind of uh, at the front of my mouth really more than anything. Uh, so it's kind of... So, so another sort of... Not malt forward, but malt present. Malt present, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, malt supported. Yeah. Maybe a, a term I've made up. Um, that describes this beer very well. Yeah. Yeah. And it describes maybe a couple of the beers I've had so tonight. Like, the, the malts aren't like a mage or a warrior. They're like a bard. <laughs> or white. Well, and a, white I, the bard, made, a white mage, maybe. Blue mage. White mages are not support. They're like a standard rule. Don't, no, don't suppose. Just all about the debuff. Done. No, I just I mean, debuff or buff. Like that's support, right? Like that is what's supported. I'll play my loops. I'll sit here. Yeah. So like that's the, what the, that's the, what the moats are. So we'll call back the to playing bars. Uh, so like <laughs> when I was saying I want to make a ridiculous octopath party of the merchant, the thief, the alchemist, and uh, sorry the. Scholar, scholar and the alchemist yes, yeah. like the reason for that is because they're all support characters mm. why because you don't traditionally see them in the forefront yeah it's not and the holy trinity yeah it's not the tank the, the, the damage dealer and the healer, healer. Like, I mean the scholar is basically just a black mage but yeah mm. <laughs> um, cool I'm drinking a beer that I have already forgotten what it is it is a Puma. Um, the Munich Lager. The Munich From Lager. Puma. Yeah, thank you. What Ben said. That one. So it's a lager. No nose. Um, Very, uh, you know, minimal it's retaining. It's, it's a little head, but it's maintaining that head. Yeah, it, I well, mean, this that, has been poured for like five minutes. Yeah, and that, that uh, carbonation is still fucking going. It's just, it's relentless almost in its carbonation. Oh, yeah, that's a lager. Um, it's a lager, but it's not like a lager. Okay. And what I say about it, it's doing all the it's lager. Not like, it's not sort of uh, dank and gone. No. Um, have a sip. It's doing the lager moves. What I'm actually surprised at is how quick. Super light. Ha- yeah, the nose is light. The taste is quick. The taste is actually quite good. I suspect you'll want a second taste. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what I mean, yeah. Because it, it, everything's happening a little too quickly to really, like, discern. Not not in a bad way. Just, like, if I'm trying to tell people what the taste is, yeah. I want to be able to say a little more than I can. No, it's no. It's gone so quickly. I mean... So, it is... Kind of, you get towards the end of that taste. 
You get, it's got that it's got that light dankness to it. It's got a little bit of citrus in there as well. And then something else, like you yeah, say, you're saying about you're saying about having that second sip. Like you want to have that second sip. And I think that's because something kind of kicks in. There's there's something else there. It's kind of like that invites you in again. Yeah, it's not like yeah. I think that's correct. It's it's not like a gap like dryness is. Mm. It's like a did. Did you maybe miss something? Yes. Yeah. I, I have no idea how to describe this in beer terms, but it's like a, I'm not dissatisfied with what I'm tasting, but something in me is like, I think there's something more. Yeah. There's like a je ne sais quoi sort of move to like this. To be honest, it's a very straightforward lager. Yeah. In the sense of it's doing lagery things at lagery intervals, but it's doing it really lightly, delicately, and there's something tinting it more that I don't know how to pinpoint yet. And that's, I think, what we're sort of talking about this idea of like, well, what about maybe you need another taste? And I think that probably is exactly what it is. Like, it's just a, an invitation to want to do more that is not easily done and so I'm thinking it's more than that but yeah really excellent beer yeah really nice and this like the more I drink it the more the the malts and the bitterness kind of take precedent uh, it, it, it kind of goes from having a sip and it being that kind of you know the hops the hops are of course very present in the four yeah for the malts are pushing through a little bit more just constantly just going and going and going yeah. and it kind of it gives you a little dankness, just a very light kind of dankness to try and match the slightly fruity hops yeah. with the malts in there as well. That very biscuity kind of. Do you mind if I take a Of course, yeah. yeah. I'm super curious. And so it's it kind of it's it's one that's maybe uh, it's not changing when I drink. The more oh, I, I see drink what you it, mean. But it, it's uh, it's maybe my palate is kind of going. Okay, now this is oh yeah, this this is actually happening in this beer. It's because like, is... the biscuitiness is so much stronger than you think, and it's yes. at the same time it's married with a strong hopping. Yes, yeah. like there is just a textbook class mm. bitterness in the aftertaste. Yeah, but at the same time you get this like notion of biscuit, like this notion of like yeah. multi biscuitiness. So five point six percent. I, I actually it's, it's got that lovely bitterness to it I well. actually might have predicted more just mm. because I think it's a it's a bigger taste it's a big taste and the way other beers hide their alcoholism <laughs> is in these types of big tastes so uh, so like I it's, it's kind of like a I don't feel like it tastes super alcoholic, but I know that one of the ways of hiding alcohol is in this particular move. So part of me assumes that maybe there's a hiding there, even though there is possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a beer that is a bit reminiscent of something from like Arbor. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like yeah. A, a, you know, you think that it's a big hop. Like like build, like, like a, there's other things going on. A big front end actually, with some nuance. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's but there's other things that you, kind of you know talking about supporting roles. It's maybe not so supporting, and that, that actually that is what you're getting, and it just takes you a bit of time and a bit more uh, uh, understanding of what you're having to be able to kind of yeah. to notice that a little bit perhaps that it's it's working kind of like underneath everything else, but it is the base of what you're kind of having. So yeah, I mean yeah, solid beer. 
very solid. Yeah, easily drink. Like, I mean, in this and weather, again. I think the alcohol content is low enough that left outside it might freeze. It's a solid beer. Yay! That was a long way to go for that. So segment three. Shit, was there a third segment? Mm. I said third, so it clearly we're ready for the third segment. <laughs> what is um, the third segment? Um, you, in the last section, or the last, uh, uh, you know, the last venue, uh, you suggested no. you'd had a third segment or a question. I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to fix this. Yeah, there we go. You had something. I'm, I'm had really bad at mirroring, so I always move the wrong the way. The wrong way, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, shit. So last segment was tank top, uh, being a gamer. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I thought, I mean, I'm sad that Lucy couldn't join us, but it's 150 episodes. And yes. we've, like... Hemmed and hawed and waffled and moved between different sort of formats. And very recently, mm. we have said we missed like the idea of a segment or like a like a point to talk, a topic to chat. And so I thought that um, we're a few beers in, we're 150 episodes in. <laughs> we, uh, it's 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 just it's me and you. Um, You've had more episodes than me, because of slightly. Well, you started before me, and then I've had a lot of Canada trips. I suppose. Yeah. I think it's probably like ten. I suppose I don't even think about that. I think like, it's ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ten of one hundred and fifty is not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought it would be worth looking sort of at not only how we started, where we've been, but where we want to go. Oh. And so yeah. I, I, what I. What I Yes, that's right. I'm saying I'm invoking past, present, and future. But what I want to say is, like, what does... I think, I, I guess the easy thing is, what is tanked up to you, and where do you want it to go? And then, oh, I think we both can share a thing, and then next week, in episode 151... I'm gonna. We're gonna just oh, pressure Lucy okay. for the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, be the having said that, we are Se- segment one, two, and yeah, three. Yeah. Well, having said that, we are several beers in. I'm holding a phone to reflect off the glass of my laptop to light us up. If you just want to talk about what Tanked Up has been to you, shit. Um, thus far, that's a good entry point. Let's start there. Let's re- uh, I suppose I'll. I mean, I say I'll be brief, but I don't really want to be. I'll be boxers. Kind of, hey, with a fly. What kind of boxers don't have flies? Okay, hold on a second. Pause. My boxers don't have flies. No, no. It's just like a just a just a flat, flat front. Flat front. What are they called? What country am I living in? Where <laughs> they sell these things? I thought Brexit was bad, just but then them. I found out. You just pull them down. Um, what? What kind of weird tangent have we gone on here? Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm going to sign off on this and go on. You can co-sign if you want. <laughs> I'm reusing the joke from segment one. So, tanks up, tanks up means like a, a fucking lot to me. It's it's um, obviously something I put a fucking hell of a lot of time into to just hang out with my friends. Essentially, you and I became friends whilst recording. You I was going to say. You, you, I mean, to be honest, tank. I'm going to just cut you off but because I think yeah you and Alex started this podcast and I was um, living in Halifax 
No, you were living with Alex. No, I was living in Halifax, oh. struggling with my PhD. Oh, and was like, I need to get this back on track. I'll teach for a semester. I'm going to move back back to Bristol for three months. Okay. And Sam and Alex were like, we've got a spare room. Yeah. Go over there, rent. We understand this is tough. Stay with us. Yeah. And that's when I moved into that house. Okay. And Tank Tap was 46 and 48. Yeah. And you guys had had like two... Two or three, three maybe episodes, episodes, yeah. And... And Alex was just like, well, shit, you you care about video games and beer. Just join up. Yeah. And then I joined up for a few episodes. By that, I mean, like, a few months of episodes. <laughs> and then when I moved back, what I found, what really what was wonderful was you guys were like, well, no, you, you're clearly part of this. Mm. So we have to figure out how to make this work when you're abroad. And that meant me drinking at 1 p.m. But that's a different story. Don't worry about it. Go back to the archives. But, like, that meant a lot to me. Like, yeah. it, it was like, oh, there, there are dogs in the pub. That, 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 that's fine. It was just a dog being scared. Um, but, like, it, fucking scared the shit out of me. It meant a lot to me because it was like... Um, it wasn't a temporary thing. It wasn't like a, hey, you're the board or, or whatever. Like it was like, sure, a, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was clearly part of the tanked up crew, and Completely. so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you've been paying attention through this whole time, you know that my time in Halifax, and even after I came back to Bristol, was a struggle with mental illness, etc. Um, and one of the things that really helped was that, like, I. At a home, and that home yeah, wasn't yeah. where I was necessarily, but it was like these people cared about me, and I. I it was it was this simple move, and yeah, I, yeah. I and to me, it meant the world at the time, and I'm not going to discount that. Like I was really struggling, and like yeah, yeah, you guys didn't do a thing out of pity or whatever. You're just like, oh yeah, you're clearly part of the podcast, so when you move, you'll be part of it, and. When I was struggling with understanding what it meant to be with the day-to-day, what I knew was week on week, I could just... just All I had to do was open up Skype, and if I played a game, I could talk about it. Otherwise, otherwise I would just have a beer with my friends. Oh, completely. And, I, 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 and that, that's what Tanked Up, that's what tanked up was to me. I think... I think you know, for me, kind of, it started as uh, an outlet just for me to, you know, I, I I didn't have a space to talk about games with anybody. Uh, what are we now? Uh, almost four years in, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so 150 episodes kind of suggests that maybe we're three years in, but we're not. We're, we're four we, years we, in we, now. we had a, a, a just because spotty like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did, we did a lot of um, you know, Fortnite Breaks. kind of episodes yeah. and stuff like that. So. We're four years in, so uh, at that point, I kind of I didn't have a huge amount of people to talk to about games. Um, Alex and I had become really good friends. We both like games, we both like beer, and it just seemed like a very kind of um, an easy thing for us to go. Hey, why don't we start recording what we're talking about? You know, we're, okay, maybe we're you know maybe we're five or six years too late to the podcast scene. But that, we're not really worried about that. We just—it's just fun to be able to do this and kind of like chat around it and kind of and, and just kind of make something of our conversations. I, mean, I suppose the key was that you found out about a weird killing of someone in your neighborhood. <laughs> Sorry, 
That's cereal Bristol subset. So for me, it just kind of became an outlet. But kind of as it evolved, it very much became. You know, it didn't become kind of just that outlet. It very much. It became more about us, I suppose. Yeah, and for hanging sure. out with my friends, that, and, and, exactly. and meeting you uh, through Alex, obviously. But uh, us then continuing on doing this when you moved, uh, Lucy then joining us. Right, and, and, and Alex bowing out because and, he had, and Alex bowing out because he had other things. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then Lucy becoming, you know, Lucy wasn't just like, oh hey, we got someone to come in just to be like a third chair, like. No. Tanked up, it Lucy is as much tanked up as, as, as we are, and it's, it's a huge shame that she can't be here today to kind of chat around this. And, and I mean, oh, we, we well. definitely planned uh, for that, but life got in the unfortunately. way. Unfortunately, and I think that's also. I'm going to put a pause on. I don't mean to cut you off, but like the whole entire plan was Lucy would be here. Yeah, and Lucy planned on being here, and life got in the way um, because family obligations, etc. And, and snow. I think even if she wanted to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, But why I bring this up is because I think that's what sort of tanked up is to me. It's like you and Lucy are kind of like you're, you're a branch of family. Like mm. We, mm. We, 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 we plan this and life got in the way, but that's just what happens. And yeah. we roll with it. Yeah, and beca- we don't have to worry. Like It's not a scheduling malfunction because we'll see you next week. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think is uh, what, what what's always been comforting to me about Tanked Up has been that and it's, it's, that, that we like it's friends it's an excuse for friends to get together and other people seem to give a shit or not give yes. a shit yeah. about what we do and that helps ground us very make much. sure we yeah, schedule yeah, yeah. friend time yeah and it, it's it's one of those that it, it's you know we don't do this because we're <laughs> we don't do this because we're you know a major publication and we feel that we need to put a podcast out we do this because we want to because we want to spend time with our friends because we want to discuss the things that we discuss between ourselves and, also, and I want to know what you think about this? I was going to say, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, I think that's why we brought the topics back. It's yeah. because I want to know what you and Lucy think about these things. Obviously, we, we, talk, we talk all the time. We do? <laughs> so, it's, it's... Yeah, no, it, it's, A lot of the time, it's very kind of like... Uh, because there's a lot of other people in like, the chats and stuff, it's very kind of like passive. It's like, oh, this is a thing. You're like, oh, uh, go for Yeah, exactly. You know, and you kind of move on from that. Whereas the but, podcast allows us to kind of explore some of these things I mean, a little bit more. To be well. honest, if, if no one listened, I'd still want to do the podcast because it, gives oh, a, yeah, yeah. it get, because it gives a break for me, you, and Lucy to talk about... Especially now that we've brought topics back, it's like, okay, so what do we really think about X? Yeah. Because sometimes X comes up in the news and we can just like let it flow by. But actually, we care about it. Completely. And, it, and what, I, what I really value is the fact that we get listeners mm. contacting us and saying, we care about this too and we value your opinion and blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, I love that we have listeners. I am, I mean, I, it's fucking brilliant that people yeah. give a shit about what we think about things. Yeah. But if we had no listeners, I'd still, I'd still, want, do I'd still it. want to do it. Yeah. It's, so it's, to be honest, so I, I mean, uh, speak behind the curtain. I do a lot of the back end 
work for Out of Lives. Mm. And so I have access to the various levels of like um, metrics we can get yeah, yeah. off of Spotify, off of iTunes, off of the website itself. Mm. And none of it has ever influenced me on like worrying about tanked up because it's like I know some people listen but really like obviously we want to grow listenership but like kind of at the end of the day I want to be able to feel like we had a solid conversation and if if only four people cared about that conversation then only four people cared about it people that cared about it yeah I think for me and I think if we you know if we recorded an episode and it was at zero listeners I mean that's impossible I would sit there and think okay that's fine it doesn't matter I would think Ben you didn't even fucking download the episode god damn it man I'm trying to just have some boost to the metrics so if we were a very small (laughs) listenership um, I would think to myself okay that's fine we Adol Lucy and I will still get together exactly at the same time every week we just won't kind of do the setup that we do to begin with we'll just start chatting I think that's exactly why um, we have the relationship we have is because it's like I, I don't think it, our core relationship agrees with us all the time. Oh, I no, think, of course not. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just like... No one can agree with anyone. We're, we're, we're reliable, really. and we yeah. clearly care. And one of the things... Oh, okay. Mm. So, we've been rambling. We're of course. several As rounds we going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I would like... So, oh, yeah. So, two things. So, um... This segment was about like where Tank Depp has been, and obviously that like, has a harbinger of where Tank Depp could go. Um, what I would like us to do is, on the one hand, Drink just more. sorry, Drink more. I would like to try and figure out how to uh, interact more with our listenership because I know we they exist. Yeah. And, and and precisely because we've been refocusing on segments, I'd like to figure out how to make that work a little more fluidly so that we can not just, like, say X and then get emails about Y, and if the emails are, like, interesting, talk about it. I'd actually sure. like to figure out how to have that interplay a little more central. Mm. And maybe that's... We post the question before the podcast episode starts, so people can like yep. respond. We have to figure that out. That's, but I think that's probably like that's a place I'd be really interested in because um, returning topics, beer or video game wise, like I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and I think that's also where the people I know or I've spoken to who listen consistently also to the gravity towards and I'd like to hear where they weigh in mm-hmm. yeah no I, I agree I think as the you know first sort of like the future of the it's difficult to kind of separate the future of the podcast from the future of like our lives I oh I don't think it is as as the technical director of Out of Lives or the CTO uh, I, um, I, 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 I can I can divorce the two like that yeah, don't worry yeah. about it I suppose I'm kind of, you know, writing for the site a lot more so, and being involved in bringing other yeah. people into the site. 
um, I'm, I'm kind of like very involved in out of life so it, it kind of like I would obviously like for, for okay, out of life to grow but for tanked up specifically That's, yeah. I think like you I'd like a little bit more um, not even like listener engagement listener involvement perhaps no I think engagement works I think it's the same thing um so, uh, that, 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 like you say, that we can kind of interplay. That, yes, that it might not be that you know we we pose a question and and read off people's kind of like so, uh, you know, yeah, the I, answers that they brought over Twitter. I, I, I yeah, we, I don't want us to be a poll service. No, no, completely, exactly, exactly. That. Because I hate the poll. But it, it's one of those that I don't know. We don't hate the polls. You know, that was a joke. Oh no. Um, I don't. I don't think that. Um, like. The current idea of, uh, like, if we were to do this as a streaming service, yeah, uh, I don't think that media, for us at least, works in the kind of way that we would have all of our listeners tuning in at that time to listen to us yeah. and get involved. That's not going to happen because people consume the media they want to on their I mean, own. No, so terms. so so, so people, tanked up and out of life have never been a on-demand type. Idea. Exactly. So people might listen to us. We post. We normally we post on a Friday. Yeah. People might listen to our last episode on a Thursday, and, 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 Thursday and they should before. die in a fire because that ruins our metrics. So it's, is that it's, what you're saying? No. Why? Why are you telling our our listeners like, to want, die in a I fire? Kind of, I want more involvement, but I want it on everyone else's kind of terms. I want yeah. it on that person's terms because Tanks Up has kind of always been about. Uh, about kind of like inclusivity, yeah. I mean, we, we and and kind of being like, or at least kind of like producing what we do, kind of around who we are. So if if we need a week off, we need a week off. Yeah. If if you're in Canada for a week, yeah. we can try and make that work. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and, and and we don't do it. Yeah. So it kind of or like if Lucy goes, we've, we've you know. Adult, and we know Adol's not going to be around for you know this week because yeah. he's got something on. We've got enough to chat about. Let's, Let's do that. Do thing. So yeah. we do, and we chat, and we and tell you, and we yeah, ask you about it to make sure. But yeah, that's it, okay. it, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. have that conversation. And it would be nice to kind of extend that to listeners as well right. to kind of bring them in a bit more. But it's it's kind of uh, I think it's yeah, a bit so, of a hard thing to find that yeah, middle can, ground, can, perhaps. Yeah. And I don't know how we would. I don't know how to move forward. Doing that, so so now that we've become come to the episode one fifty of oh, shrug, <laughs> um, I would really like to hear from listeners on any platform: Twitter, Instagram, email, Steam. Fucking add me on goddamn Switch and then message me, whatever. Like, like, but so I think. The community that we have is unleveraged, and by that I mean not we could leverage them for more viewership. Well, I mean like I think we have people on various platforms who would really enjoy interacting with each other that they might not already. Completely, I think that's so. But the future, I think that's one of the moves we've already kind of moved them into Instagram. Yeah. 
to start posting things up. It's a slightly different crowd than Twitter. Yeah, so it's what a I was going to say, than the Facebook kind of crowd. So even though it's the same thing, it's a slightly different crowd. No, it's not the same thing. But yeah. it, so I think it's trying. You know, we're, we're we're trying to kind of open ourselves up a little bit more. Yeah, and I think what you derailed me. I hate you. <laughs> You've done it to me so many times. I don't know what you're talking about. I am, I'm glad I am, I've done I am it. the most on-site person ever. <laughs> Especially when wordplay is involved. I'd be like, I could say X, but I won't. Because that might derail Y. That is the definition of me. Um, I've, having said that, I've derailed myself. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Uh, I think that's generally appropriate I think we um, I would like to hear from our followers etc but also just like figure out how we can so we're a few people it's Ben me Lucy and I say Lucy I point at the taps because she's over in Birmingham and she wish she was here um and, uh, but in general, with Out of Lives, we're actually also at a similar crossroads where we're yes. trying to figure out where and how we can evolve into a space where we're still community-driven, blah, blah, blah. But I think... What do I think? <laughs> I've had too much beer. Hooray! I had a thought and I lost. I could literally like I th- I said uh, the I said the syllables. I think gone, gone. Yep. Yeah, it happens. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, let's just say this. Thank you for listening for 150 episodes. Um, if you watch this, you'll see how awful things are. Um, if <laughs> you interrupted me. Um, <laughs> what I would okay. What I would like to see is um, more interaction with our fans, and also with the topics that we've been trying to do deal with. And uh, uh, sort of a task on us is how do we, given that we are niche beer video games, how do we interact with social media on? Topics to sort of hit us on one or the other topic. Yeah. Um, but in general, I want to just see more. And sure. I Tank Tap has been a really great thing for me. And fuck, I wouldn't have met you. Like, how weird is that? Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Like, like, it is like, very let weird. us just take know, a moment to say that if. This podcast didn't exist, we wouldn't be friends. I know, I know. That is really and weird. It's, but it's kind of like it's same. really weird. It is really weird. It's the same for Lucy with Lucy as well. It's more compounded by that because the reason why we know Lucy is because Tanked Up had a bit of a wave at a point, such that the Out of Lives Network was like, "We're trying to expand, and you seem to be an up and coming podcast. We're going to absorb you, and that's why we know Lucy." Yes. And, but also, that wave was well, really, it's, it's really shitty. Like, it's essentially that Lucy said, I listen to this podcast. No, no, but Lucy could have said that until Out of Lives was like, join our network. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, me, you, and Alex. We were like this. And then we went like this. Yeah, we had, we had a moment. This is why I think it's crazy. We had a moment where it seemed like... That was meant to be a level. That wasn't... Yeah. Just, just 
You're talking to a podcast. <laughs> but like, we, 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 we did have a bit of a thrust. Yeah. And, but like, it was super unclear on what that meant. And our lives was like, you've got some traction, we're curious, let's absorb you. And at that point, pretty much, Alex ducked out and me and you were like, cool, let's just join the scene, what happens. Mm. And then, like, months happened, and then Lucy was like, oh, I like beer a lot. <laughs> and then we, she joined. Well, it's but, it's, like, but then uh, the first conversation I had with Lucy, really, was, um, was about Fallout 4. That's not a real game. And uh, someone had collected a shitload of bottle caps uh, for, to, to pay for a, a copy of Fallout 4, you know, as you yeah. can. And Lucy posted, I think, a picture... Of tons of bottle caps, and I commented saying, "Hey, that's a cool collection of bottle caps." Right. I see some cool brewers in there. Blah 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 blah. And that's where Lucy Lucy was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I do this podcast." She's like, "I listen to that podcast." She really said, "I listen." Yep. And I'm I, like, "Okay, brilliant." Come Ever, on the podcast. Everyone, everyone hold Done. the phone. I had no idea Lucy was a listener she was, before she joined. She's not anymore. But well, obviously, <laughs> no one is. Do you listen? No. No. <laughs> Do I listen? No. Did I listen when I was a producer? Cool. No. That's it. I edit. I don't even fucking listen. Cool. Uh, I'm anything. I think there is no better way to end this except to say that the us three, Lucy, Ben, Adil have at times both listened, produced, well, Lucy might not have produced. We've, ah, shit, I've loosed it. Um, we've listened. We've appreciated. Yes. We've participated. Yes. Tanked up. Hooray! Um, this has been episode 150. It has. Um, I, I really hope that we can, like, do a lap wrangle with Lucy so we can properly get this that would be nice yeah. that would be nice I know uh, there's a few beer events coming up oh yeah that we're all going to kind of get involved in yeah. later in the year um, and the best part is realising these are just random numbers so it's not a big deal if exactly we can yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly um, so I know it's going to probably be a bit difficult but if you could pick a beer Quartet wasn't that difficult yeah uh, I've got I've been thinking about it all night. Um, okay. To be honest, I think if it was just the um, Wiper and True influence, I wouldn't have done it. But the fact that it was like very clearly nuanced, interesting in the beginning, and it had this swoop of taste that sort of traded places with delicate to this is a beer. Yeah. That move mm. that was consistent with every sip of that beer. Um, that's why it was like, oh, this is Wiper and True and Bristol Beer Factory doing a thing. Yeah. Because it was like, I um, I get what Wiper and True's doing, and it's interesting, and this did this thing, but it's really like nuanced and subdued. But that beer, every time I took a sip, was like, I'm going to start you here, I'm going to swoop you up to here, and you're going to do the regular follow-up. And it was like, no, that's fantastic. Very few beers can take me from nuance to interesting to still interesting while fading out. That's the beer. Nice. Okay, good. You? Uh, 
I think for me it's this one uh, Gravity Wave yeah it's a good beer um, everything I've had so far has been nice it's been easy it's been beers I would drink again I think Gravity Wave does enough over everything else that it kind of leads you in very simply but yeah. then gives you such a good body yeah it's got so much backing it up uh, that I've still got that biscuity maltiness so that's why I my really now. like that, that, that beer last. it's dry but it lasts it's still fucking yeah. going like. and, but the foretaste has none of that that's why I like that beer yeah it's the fact that like the initial taste wasn't this very solid strong finisher yeah so like there was a swap to it and, yeah very I, I think the, say there's a swap to it but I think the more that you drink the um, the more fluid that becomes oh that makes sense yeah so you know the last few sips the last third that I've had of this beer yeah. has been very easy but it has been uh, like an amalgamation of all of those things like leading right. into each other yeah. very very well and I've, I've still got it now I've finished the beer I've finished it maybe 30 seconds 40 seconds ago maybe a little bit longer yeah and it's still there it's still lasting it's that biscuitiness that lovely maltiness it's still sticking around so it just just works really well so I think you're going to Thailand she's going to Thailand um, <laughs> it works it works really well is that your beer so it's my beer for the episode yay bastard uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Um, I think that's episode 150. Uh, hey! You... Hi! Have we got a silent Go to that. Tag to find the Oh, don't fucking All the yeah, things. Yeah, 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 Do that yeah. shit. You've heard it before. Bye. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was like, I, I don't have the page for that. www.outoflives.net Bar number three. Laugh out loud. Ha! Ha! Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb, but it, it is. I mean, can you laugh? Just laugh. No, laugh loudly. Ha! Ha! Yeah. Okay. Ha! Ha! Okay. Do it again. The worst fucking moment in games. Ha! 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 Wait, uh, something's going wrong. It. Nothing's nope. happening. Nothing's happening! Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay.